0: What's up, and welcome to episode 82 of Throwback Hoops. My name is Rob Clayton, and joining me after a few weeks off is my main man, Woody V.
1: Hey, Robbie, how's it going? Been a tough few weeks for me, man, but it's good to be back and doing this with you, brother.
0: Absolutely, my man. Yeah. Condolences to you and your family, mate, for your loss. I hope everyone's holding up okay. And let's um, try and have a bit of fun and try and cheer you up a little bit with the show tonight, right?
1: For sure, man. For sure. Looking forward to it.
0: Good stuff. man. before we get into it, just a reminder where to find us. Um, Should know by now, but um, if not, please make sure you like like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, If you listen to the audio, we're available on all podcast channels. Um, all right, Woods, well, yeah, we feel like we've got a bit to talk about. It's been definitely it's been two weeks, a little bit over two weeks. Three weeks three, weeks, three weeks. Three weeks, weeks. yeah. yeah. Well, certainly our first one of July, and obviously NBA free agency starts, so a lot to talk about. But before we get into that, we'll do our usual jersey talk. So you can see you're wearing a nice uh, retro Charlotte jersey there. Um, why don't you show us who you got? Sure. Woods is standing up, rocking the Adidas number one, Charlotte Hornets, Tyrone, Muggsy Bogues jersey. Five foot three, right,
1: Woods? Five foot three, as you said, um, actually, uh, Tyrone Curtis Muggsy-Bergs, he grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, which is a a tough neighborhood, you know, I mean, you would have seen The Wire, hard streets over there, and uh, he had a bit of a tough childhood, his mother was four foot eleven, and his father was five foot five, um, and his childhood had a lot of troubles, and at five years old, he was hit by a, a stray buckshot in his neighborhood, had to be hospitalized, as a child, he witnessed a man get beaten to death with a baseball bat, and that haunted him later on in life. And when Bugs was just 12 years old, his father was sentenced to 20 years in prison for armed robbery. And around that same time, his brother, Chucky, began using hard drugs and became a drug addict. So despite all that adversity that he faced, um, and, and as you mentioned, being five foot three, the shortest player ever in NBA history, he went on to uh, have a four-year college career at Wake Forest um, before having a 14-year NBA career. I mean, he's he's best known for his seasons with the Charlotte Hornets, where he played for 10 seasons, but he also played for the Washington Bullets, Golden State Warriors, and Toronto Raptors. Uh, Bergs actually finished in the top 10 in assists in six consecutive seasons from 89 to 95, and also the top 10 in steals in three of those seasons. Um, After his NBA career, he then went on to have a lot of different initiatives, including coaching. Throughout his career and after his career, he acted in TV commercials and various appearances in movies and TV programs. And also has done a lot of uh, um, community work for underprivileged youth. So he's had a lot of uh, impact um, in and outside of the game after he played. Um, Obviously, it's a great story for someone of his size and all the hardships he faced growing up to go on and have such a successful career, correct? it's yes,
0: an inspirational story isn't it i mean like you said a, what a four foot nine mum and a five foot five dad or something like that i mean all the, the odds were stacked against him in terms of playing in one of the sports you know the biggest sort of sports in, in terms of height in the world But he obviously made it and like you said went on to have a great career there and yeah i hope he has inspired a lot of people out there and no, it was, it was good having a bit of a trip down memory lane. i actually forgot he ended up with toronto That's, um, hey not,
1: not not only being short all the things i mentioned the trouble that he had to go through mm-hmm. growing up as a kid for him to get past all of that yeah. And be the kind of role model that he ended up being, and having the career he had, is is proof that in in the face of adversity, if yeah. you can if you can battle it and stay strong, you know it, it it's a it's a great story for young kids. Was it Eddie in one of the movies he was in? Or? Yes, it was indeed. With Whoopi Goldberg
0: and Dwayne yep. Schitts use and those sort of guys. Space yeah. Jam as well. Yeah, of course, of course. Yep. Yeah, Nice, no, I'm liking that, one, mate. The old uh, throwback Adidas jersey, so nice one. Well, I guess uh, for my jerseys today, so as always, I'm doing a double. So I had a look through our jersey records, Woods, and we had a little break, and notice we had only showed one Memphis Grizzlies jersey so far. We'd shown a Vancouver jersey, but only one Memphis Grizzlies, so one of the lowest represented teams. Um, I should say as well, Woods, the other team we've only had one is Seattle. So maybe the two of us need to, to pull out some sonics jerseys. that was me with the
1: john moran jersey on, on one episode i think uh, right? i believe it was moran yeah, yeah. yeah so maybe yeah. we
0: need to pull out some sonics jerseys and do, yeah. a, do a sonics episode soon but um well basically the two i'm wearing tonight um so basically one is a, a, a team legend and the other one is quite a bit more obscure there so today i'll talk about the one i'm hanging first so the one i'm hanging right behind me there it's a mike Conley blue adidas jersey Um, So, I mean, Mike Conley, what can you say? He's played 16 seasons in the NBA currently after being drafted out of Ohio State by the Grizz, a pick four in the 07 draft. Um, Had a really good career today, doesn't he Woods? Um, Playing with the Grizz, Jazz and then now with the T-Wolves. And of course he made his first All-Star game in 2021 after being in the league 14 years. So he's known as one of the real good guys in the league I think. Um, He's a four-time winner of the NBA Sportsmanship Award. Um, Currently 35 and still going strong. Um, Woods, I know he's a guy you always like right?
1: Absolutely, and really um, heartwarming to see him make his first All-Star game. You know, We would have thought that he'd be one of those guys who had a whole career without um, making that All-Star game, so really nice to see him make that All-Star game, and just a great leader on and off the floor, right? Um, yeah. And I really like what he brings to the locker room, especially now late in his career. Um, and he's a, he's also another guy like Muggsy Boggs, who's this sets a really good example on and off the court, right?
0: We didn't want his only accolade to be that NBA horse winner. you remember over COVID where they he did. won that horse thing where they're doing it from their own houses and he had that awesome you know, stadium at his house. So, yeah, it's great to see that he's got that all-star game on his resume there. So, look, I'll stand up and show you the one I'm rocking now. Very obscure one. Probably a guy that a lot of people would have forgotten about. Someone I was a big fan of back in the day. And I'll show you what I'm rocking.
1: So, Robbie's wearing the Memphis Grizzlies jersey of highly touted recruit OJ Mayo now oj never never lived up to the hype that he had growing up as a kid you know you like his jersey though right word up word up i love that right. jersey yeah.
0: so a little bit about overton g anthony mayo so that's where the oj comes from there um just a, a classic name isn't it? it's it got to be one of those you know all-time sort of great nba names i think oj mayo um so look he was drafted out of usc by the Timberwolves, a pick three in the 2008 draft He was actually traded on draft night in a seven-player deal between the Wolves and the Grizzlies, which included Kevin Love, who was drafted at pick five to the Wolves. So he was actually drafted one pick ahead of Westbrook and two picks ahead of Kevin Love. So you can see how highly regarded this this guy was coming out of uh, USC. Um, Look, he had a a lot of talent in the woods, but let's let's be honest, um, he had a pretty disappointing career for a number three draft pick. Um, He spent time with the Grizz, Mavs, and Bucks. Um, before he was banned by the NBA for two years for a drug violation and never found his way back in the league. Um, would you believe that Woods' the suspension is still the longest ever suspension handed out to a player? Um, I've got the top five um, longest here. So he's number one. Who do you think that the rest of that top five might Tyreke
1: be? Tyreek Evans, maybe?
0: No, uh, he didn't make the top five. Um, second one's probably one that should come to you, a certain... Um, Steve, Steve, uh, Ronak Test. Uh, Test, correct. Yeah, yeah, um, so yeah. So who are the next three? Um... um uh, one, one of them's a Strangler and two of them like guns. Oh, well, yeah. yeah
1: Latrell, Sprewell, Gilbert yep. Arenas, Jarvis Crittenton. Nice.
0: Well done. Yeah. Good clues as well, <laughs> <right>? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, look, um, he's the same age as Mike Conley, O.J. Mayer. So, he's 35 years old, currently playing in Saudi Arabia. Um, after previous stops, get this, Woods, in Puerto Rico, Taiwan, China, Russia, and Egypt. So he's been a real journeyman now. It's good to see that he is still playing there. And look, someone, as we said, if he didn't have those issues off court and the, the drug issues there, I believe it was a mix of performance, enhancing and recreational drugs, as they yeah. call it there. So he was kind of both those things there, but he had a lot of talent, didn't he? It's a shame that it didn't, didn't end up for him. But what were your memories of, of Ojo?
1: I think when you're so highly touted and you've got so much fanfare as a young kid, he was on magazines in high school and things like that. And people Mm -hmm. knew about OJ Mayo many, many years before he actually made it as a professional. So when you have that weight of, um, you know, on your shoulders to be the next big thing, right? Sometimes that can work in your advantage and sometimes it can work against you. Right. Because you know, everyone expects you to go and, and become a Hall of Famer. So I think, um, he's just, uh, being subject to that a little bit and it's unfortunate, but you know, at least he's still playing and hopefully he's learned a few lessons from the mistakes he made and, and um, he's still gonna have a great post career with all the money he's made, right? Yeah, so.
0: That's right. And have you ever seen anyone else rocking an OJ Mayo jersey before Woods?
1: I think during around that initial rookie year, we would have seen him flying around a little bit, right? Really, but average um, average yeah.
0: about nineteen points. Remember yeah. that rookie season. So yeah. you started off with an absolute bang there, and then obviously yeah, you just couldn't couldn't quite stay on the court there. But yeah. yeah, a bit of a trip down memory lane. So maybe that's our um, our challenge, if not for the next episode, the one afterwards, we'll dig out some Sonics jerseys from Hell the yeah. there and try and get some. I know I know you've got a few there. I'm just I've got three or four. One. Yeah, so nice. I've got a few. i will keep the secret there. But, nice one. All right. Well. That's our jerseys for the week. So look, we've sort of got the show in a few segments um, today. We'll go into NBA free agency first, and then we'll finish off after that with some quick hits. Um, free agency awards. We're now the 18th of July, Tuesday, yep. the 18th of July, as we record this. So we know that free agency started on the 1st of July. Um, it's been kind of big, I guess. Um, I guess what I wanted to do is kind of break up the free agency into, into three three categories. Would okay. It. We're Let's going to talk that. about players that have re-signed and stayed with their team, okay. players that have changed teams, and lastly, we're going to have an update on the Aussies. So, didn't think I'd probably have a segment like that, but given there's been so many Aussies changing teams, um, I yep. thought that might be pretty topical to do that. So, I'm going to list out a few names for you, Woods. I don't want to sit here and read names or night because there has been a lot. So, I'm going to talk about some of the players first that have have re-signed with their teams. I picked out a few yep. here, so different. different. Um, I won't say the teams. I think people listening to this probably know the team So, the so players that have re signed with their, their team from last year. So, Kyrie, Jeremy Grant, Draymond, Austin Reeves, domus Sabonis, uh, Russell Westbrook, DeJounte, uh, our boy with the Hawks, yep. uh, Vooch, um, Chris Middleton, and Brooke Lopez uh, returning to the Bucks. um And then what I thought was interesting several guys getting max rookie extensions. So, there's actually four of them. So, yep. um, the T Rex, um, Desmond Bain. Um, Anthony Edwards, uh, Lamelo Ball, and Tyrese Halliburton. So, as I mentioned, there were several more, but out of those names I read out there, Woods, is there any that um, that jump out or any that you've got some opinions on there?
1: Yeah, sure, Robbie. So I like the fact that the Lakers have retained Austin Rees without having to actually mm. put up any fight, right? Yep. Los Angeles was expected to be in a bit of a bidding war for the 25-year-old uh, free agent services, but he was able to re-sign um, but, but they, they were able to re-sign one of its key free agents without rivaling off, off a sheet at all, which was a huge surprise for me. And his contract was four years for $56 million. It's a good deal, um, isn't it? It's a really good deal. And, and, you know, he burst onto the scene this past season. He played a key role in helping the Lakers return to the Western Conference Finals. He averaged 13 points, 3.4 assists, and three rebounds per game during the regular season. And he bumped those averages up to 16.9 points, 4.6 assists, and 4.4 rebounds per game during the playoffs. And he, the, the way he just... Uh, matured and 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 took his game to another level was evident for all of us to see last year, and it's it's surprising that the Lakers were able to lock him up on on um, such a great deal. And I know Lakers have made some other great moves, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But this one really stood out for me. Yeah, I think that's a good one as well. And I'm surprised
0: the rival didn't try and throw one of those off like Absolutely. I think
1: everyone yeah. just expected that he'd go back to the Lakers.
0: But sometimes you kind of try and play the hand there. A little for bit. sure. So the Lakers, I think, got a bit of a steal. I think he's. I heard he's already third, maybe in line for favorite for the most improved player for next year. So obviously everyone's expecting him to take a bit of a step up there. So.
1: Yeah, hey, that's one for our predictions when we do our predictions yeah, next year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, look, the, go on. Sorry, no, no, you guys,
0: you got another one.
1: Look, the other one that actually stands out for me is um, you know, all Warriors fans thought that Draymond Green might be on the move, but he isn't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. The star forward agreed to a four year, hundred million dollar deal. Green has spent his entire 11 year NBA career with the Warriors. Obviously, he's won four championships and all star uh, honors on, on four occasions. Um, and look, he, he even said during free agency, I've been here 11 years, you didn't just jump up and change that. Um, yeah. After the Warriors were eliminated from the playoffs, he said that, right? Yeah. Um, and he said, the guys I started with are still here. Of course, I'd love to be here, but I understand this is a business, right? Mm-hmm. So after saying all that, he did re-up. And what that tells me is that this Golden State Warriors um, front office is going to keep these guys together till they retire. Steph. Clay and Draymond I, I yeah, that doesn't I, seem
0: too bad a deal as well it's like we're talking four for 25 given the way they're expecting the salary cap to go up yeah, there. Um, I mean he'll
1: be 38 by the end of it yeah, so he's gonna be true. earning 20 20 plus million yeah. in his 37th and 38th year and I'm not sure that he's gonna to age too well over the next four years so yeah, the looks thing up, with yeah. that
0: though, he's not really someone that relies on athleticism and you know shooting and stuff like that he's it's more like he's passing in defense so yeah you're right it might be looking a little bit dodgy by the time he's 38 but I think for now it's a, it's a solid deal isn't it
1: but, absolutely and it's more a uh, look this is a uh, respect for Everything you've done for yep, this cl- club and this association, uh, this um, organisation. So I mean, he deserves it.
0: Right. Nice. Yeah. Now there, there's some, uh, two good ones there. So a couple I wanted to talk about. Um, yep. Probably one. I know I wrote on the run sheet to you, yikes. Um, Jeremy Grant. Yep. Five-year, 160 million dollar deal with Portland. I'm not sure if it's a coincidence that Dame basically requested a trade the day after that um, contract was was named there. Um, I don't have any issues with Jeremy Grant. I think the guy is a pretty solid player, but I don't think he's ever got any of these stats on a good team. Um, We've seen him put up numbers for Detroit. We've seen him put up numbers for the Blazers, which struggled last year. So I just thought that was a massive contract. I think out of all the deals that that got announced there, that was probably the one that stood out to me the most there. Just it's massive money, isn't it there? I mean, I don't know. kind of some empty sort of stats guy i reckon when you see the stuff that that jeremy grant does so that was a real shock to me if i'm if i'm being honest that one there um and look probably the other ones i thought i'd mention as well the Dejounte deal i thought we actually did pretty well there so he got a four-year 120 million dollar extension so you know given someone that's an all-star we know he's one of the better defensive guards in the league i think that's good and i think it's good that the hawks have made a commitment to try and lock him down there i was i agree Obviously was, and still a little bit disappointed that we got rid of John Collins for essentially uh, Paddy Mills, which we'll talk about again later. Um, yep. But, yeah, to, to lock him up now means he can't sort of be putting any in, in, in trades for several months now. I think they've they've committed to having him in trades, that, that backcourt for the future there, and try and build around those two. So I was pretty pleased with that. If he has a better year this year, I think that price could have gone up. Or so pleased with that. Um, I guess the four rookie extensions would. So I mentioned those. So Desmond Bain, Anthony yep. Edwards, Lamello Ball, Tyrese Halliburton. Um, look, they all got max rookie extensions extensions there so i probably don't have any massive issues with them you know Lamelo ball i don't know that the guy misses a lot of time you know, I'm about, but i think it's one of those ones with a team like charlotte you need to try and retain players yeah. like this look i think anthony edwards and tyrus Halliburton, no-brainers um desmond bain's good and put up some really good numbers and maybe that deal i like today. him I, yeah, like I like him like a lot i like, like him a lot yeah. um, I'm not sure he would be able to change like a light globe in the house though because his arms are so it's, are so short. But it just seemed a lot of money for him personally. But look, he, as I said, he did put up big numbers. They're probably expecting him to improve this year. And with the the gunslinger, Ja Morant, missing, what is it, 20 games to start off the season, I yeah. think a lot will fall back on, on Desmond Bain there. Um, so those were my sort of thoughts there. What were your thoughts on that Jeremy Grant one
1: before we that's talk a, That's exactly what I wanted to raise. Jeremy yeah. Grant was at his best, I feel, at Denver when he was playing that role player off the bench role, right? And yep. contributing, right? He's not that guy that you want to be your number one, number two, or even number three. He's better off in like a sixth man role coming off the bench and giving you energy, right? Yeah. Um, so I think, why would you pay him 160 for five years? It's big, isn't
0: it? I always get confused too. He's Harvey Grant's son, right? Yes. And is he the older brother of the no the younger brother of the Grant that played for the Sydney Kings or was that Horace Grant so I always kind
1: of uh, no there's he's the younger brother of the the Sydney okay. Kings one and there was yeah. also the one that played for the Bulls
0: right he was a little bit smaller just um, Jerry
1: and Jerry and Grant yeah right? that's right
0: they yeah. all have very similar names it's confusing so they're all Harvey Grant's kids are they? is that, is that I'm the case? pretty sure let me just okay. double check yeah, yeah
1: interesting oh uh, yep yep cool yep yep they're all Harvey Grant's kids man interesting yeah. yeah i know you're a
0: fan of grant that played for the sydney kings and that was a while yeah. ago now wasn't it back in the entertainment center days but 2008 9 yeah, 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 yeah 10 yeah. maybe yeah. yeah but no a bit of, a bit of um, some interesting ones anyway but all right let's talk about some players that have changed teams um there's no doubt the biggest contract that was given i think would be um fred van vliet right so yep. leaving the raptors and joining the rockets um I actually didn't think that was too bad for houston i like what houston's done in this offseason. fred yeah. van vliet's an all-star um, I think they've, they've kind of gone okay with that one. We'll talk a little bit about that one. So talk to me about that. I know the Lakers and Heat have been quite busy. Um, the Heat probably busy as in they've lost a lot of their players. I think they lost Seven today as, as well to Utah. So that's at least five players from their rotation you know, semi-rotation that have gone from that, that finals team. Um, the Lakers have obviously had some pretty good uh, buys, which I'll talk a little bit about as well. But Give me some thoughts on, on Fred Van Vliet and what you, you thought about that deal.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with it. They need some leadership in that locker room, right? The, that's yeah. the one thing that they've been missing these last few years, and um, obviously with the Durker coming in there and implementing his strategies and 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 his mindset, there he yeah. wanted some some leadership in that locker room, and and Fred Van Vliet brings that, so I don't mind that at all. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, talk about team the, the teams. You you're gonna talk about the Lakers, but specifically. Um, Oh, you said the Heat, right? I think they did pick up someone. They picked up Josh Richardson, who's going back there, I think. If yeah, I'm it's mistaken. going back, yeah. He's going yeah. back there. So, yeah, they have lost a few players. Obviously, that was always uh, likely to happen with a lot of those uh, undrafted guys having breakout years, so maybe I'll, right. I'll I'll kick off there and talk about Gabe Vincent, is someone I was really happy with, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He made the decision to sign a three-year, thirty-three million dollar contract with Los Angeles, yeah. and he said if it was up to him, he would be still playing for the Heat, pay, playing for the Heat. Yeah. However, the Lakers offering three million dollars extra per year, And his, money talks, right? And money talks, and now he returns to his home state, right? Mm. Um, I actually like that shine, uh, signing, because Dennis Schroeder's gone now, Yeah, um, and the experience he's, that he was... Uh, ds is replacing um, Van Vleet in Toronto, isn't he? So. Correct, correct. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I think the kind of experience that he's garnered now, playing uh, with Miami and the likes of Jimmy Butler, and um, going in that deep playoff run with kevin love by his side and and you know those guys um has been good for him and he's going to learn a lot and i think he's a great fit beside lebron james you can bring d'angelo russell potentially off the bench and start gabe vincent
0: i wouldn't mind seeing him come off the bench after his playoff efforts last year but they re-signed him didn't they They d'angelo two years for like 35 or 37. probably got a little bit more faith in him than i do but um i guess you know they needed to have that point guard we talked about miami woods in terms of who they've lost so gabe vincent max roos um victor oladipo tyler, uh, tyler zeller and then Yurt seven today so that's like a good you know five or six players from the the core of that team and yeah really apart from um richardson they haven't really retooled a, a whole lot there have they so obviously they're still trying to make a trade there but um well let's um well, unless you've got anything else to add i'll to quickly talk well, about yeah them. just
1: yeah mm. just quickly i'm quietly really happy with the work the golden state warriors have done bringing in a mm. guy like dario Saric and corey yeah. joseph right um the, the playoff run that they had, they had some of those vets coming off the bench, right? They, they were kind of missing a little bit last year, right? So I think Dario Saric is is quite underrated. And a one-year contract um, yeah. for not many. I think they got him on a, on a, it on a minimum. It was a pretty cheap deal. Cheap I mean, obviously,
0: Chris Paul. I think we might have spoken about Chris Paul in the last episode before a little break. But,
1: yeah, I mean, essentially, they've lost...
0: Um, um, Jordan Poole, and they've, they've gained Chris Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, I guess that was a bit of a loss yeah. to the Knicks, Yeah, right? yeah. yeah they're yeah. trying to um, rebuild yeah. that Villanova team with New York there. So, no, it's a good sort of one from left field. Um, yeah. Before I talk about these guys that haven't changed teams, what are your thoughts on the Hawks so far? So been a little quiet i know they lost um their backup point guard in holiday there so they don't really have that backup point guard well they, they maybe do if they hold on to patty mills who we'll talk about soon um they've, they've been pretty quiet though haven't they it's a little bit of cost cost. Very, very
1: quiet right so let's just see how this plays out i think now the more and more i think about it there is some credence in them actually keeping patty mills right Yep. Oh, i know i've heard it through the grapevine that he may not stay there but just 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 my thoughts, anyway. Yeah, I mean, he got yeah.
0: moved on pretty quick, didn't he, with those first few trades? You know, that trade went down a week or so ago, so we'll see about that. But before we... Actually, I'll give some some thoughts on, on those moves we made, and that was probably the Lakers as well, There would. So they've got yeah, more, my yeah. boy Torian Prince. Um, You know I'm a big fan of him. He had some really good games last week. He's a you know pretty decent um, three-point shooter, a 3-and-D type player. He's not going to be that all-star that I've talked about on the show that I thought he might be yeah. once upon a time. But, um, look, they got him on a good deal. I also thought Jackson Hayes was a pretty good deal as well. Um, I felt like the Pelicans kind of gave up on him. So he's obviously a lob threat there. Um, and Cam Reddish gets a, another go. So two former Hawks ending up there. So I'm not as high on Cam Reddish, but I think he's a bit of a... a, a no it's a free swing. One. It's it a free swing 100%. with both of those
1: guys, actually. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Right, yeah.
0: No, so I think I've done all right there, haven't they have done alright there have not they? they have lost a, a few there, but I'm quite excited with the, those... LeBron can points. be a
1: positive influence on Cam Reddish. Yeah. I feel.
0: What do you think about his number change, Woods? Jeez, that'd be frustrating if you're a parent, wouldn't it? No, nah, I've got to get the number 23 now, but he does do a lot of these things to try and get attention. Didn't he not want to be 23 back in the day because he wanted that to be retired for Jordan? So maybe he needs to pick another number that's not 6 or 23 and stick with that maybe, but who knows?
1: He's the king, man.
0: He can do what he wants. Yeah. He's um he's got a very good marketing team, doesn't he? He knew there was a few quiet days last week and then announced that he wasn't retiring like he ever was, you know, so it was a few things like that. But I think that's kind of what we've seen from LeBron yeah. over the years there. But all right, well let's before we talk about these Aussies, let's talk about the guys that haven't changed teams. There's been a lot of talk about some, yep. you know, two guys in particular, I guess. So Dame Lillard from Portland, James Harden from um, Philadelphia um what are your thoughts there um it seems like dame lillard's almost sabotaging it a little bit saying he only wants to go to miami i've heard a lot of mixed opinions on this um good podcast recently with bill simmons and stephen a smith where stephen a smith actually wasn't shouting which is good to listen to him. i listened to it i listened yeah, to, to that so bill yes. simmons is like you know nah, you know portland's you know paid him millions of dollars um he, he sort of you know he signed that contract and stephen A. smith is saying no nah, he has a right to move and stuff like that i just think he's left the franchise in a you know a Bit of a um, predicament there, just nominating one team. It'd be easier if you said, Look, I want to go to an East Coast team, I want to go to a warm weather team, There's at least a little bit more choice than that. But just to nail it down to one team, when yep. we know that the only trade ships that Miami have got are basically guards and it's essentially being led in a package by Tyler Hero, that's the one thing that Portland do have going for them, right? So whether it's Simon, Shade, and Sharp, and they just drafted Scoot there, so they don't really need someone um, like Tyler yep. Hero there. So I don't know. I, I have a feeling it's going to eventually get done with these, this trade. It does normally seem to happen there but what's your take been on that and then maybe give us a little bit of thoughts on on the Harden situation in Philly
1: yeah look I think that Portland need to do what's best for them I know Agreed. he has given them service and 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 represented the organization with distinction but at this point in time you know um they got to make the move that's best for them and I I, I don't see unless you bring a third team into it <laughs> yeah yeah agree. how that can work with Miami right um and, and he might just end up in Miami I think that is probably what's Going to eventuate, but it's it's going to have to be um, uh, a, a three-team deal of some sort. Um, as far as Harden is concerned. Hasn't he been hanging out with Joel Embiid at Summer League? <laughs> Haven't they been kicking it, the two of them? It right?
0: seems like the talks died down. I think um, even Embiid made a few cryptic comments, didn't he? You probably heard those overnight, saying that um, you know he wants to win a championship, whether it's Philly or somewhere else. And then people are saying, "What's going on?" And he's like, "Oh, my my middle name on Twitter is tr- is trolls. I don't treat it too seriously." So that's been making a bit of news today. But I don't know. It seems like the, the talk's gone a little bit quiet there with Harden. So maybe you know we've got. We've got a nurse replacing a dog actually, which is a great one there. So maybe he wants to 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 up
1: there. I think Nick Nurse being coach, working with the likes of Harden and Embiid, you know, like in the past, he's you know, he's 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 worked with Toronto and won him a championship with you know the likes of Kawhi and 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 Kyle Lowry, right? So. I well, think Harden yeah. gets
0: a little bit of a bad rap. I mean, he's played with Embiid these last couple of years. Embiid's led the league in scoring two years in a row there. So, you know, it's not like Harden's... And Harden's, Harden's led the, the league in assists? Exactly. So it's not yeah. like Harden's like... Has he led the league in assists? Well, did he last year? Uh, I'll have to check that. I mean, I know Trey's had the, the total assists, but, yeah, if you're talking an actual average, you can check that. But, um... Yeah, I'll be interested to see what happens there. Maybe there's not much of a market. I've heard the Clippers are a team rumoured there, but I'm not sure what they've got to actually trade for him there. So it'll be interesting. is this um, off-season goes along and we'll see if both of these guys do – do return to their teams there. And if they yeah, choose... James
1: Harden, 10.7 assists per game, but Trey Young, most total assists.
0: Yeah. Well, yep. it'll be
1: interesting to see if they get to
0: training camp and both these guys are still there. So, all right, let's finish off the free agent talk. Woods on the Aussies, right? So we're yep. probably all a bit surprised about how many Aussies have changed teams there. So um, I guess to recap a little bit, um, so Jack White's gone from uh, Denver to OKC. Um, Jock Landale signed a, a bit of a strange deal with Houston there. I think it's a four-year deal with only one-year guarantee, which is... Not something you see that often in basketball it's more like an nfl contract um what else did we see we saw of course dante exome returning to the league and getting a, a gig with dallas so you know rest in peace joe with, ingles orlando Exum as well joe ingles getting the coin with orlando yeah. right that was a bit of a surprising deal there i think he um probably wasn't expecting that sort of deal and jumped out of there he would have probably have liked to have gone to a contender um and then the paddy mill stuff so correct me if i'm wrong there wood so he basically got traded to no was it a free, no, traded to Houston then traded to OKC, and then traded to the Hawks, basically in a, a package deal, which saw Rudy Gay, who we got for John Collins, going back to OKC. So he's still with Atlanta. So I'll ask you a little bit on each one. So give me a few thoughts on... Let's start with uh, Jock
1: Lander. Like, he deserves it. Played really well. I'm <clears> surprised <throat> Phoenix didn't come back to the party. But, you know, four years, with he proves himself this one year. You know, um, him and Sengun are, are the two big guys, right? Yeah. So he's going to have a great opportunity to play. So I really hope he does well and, and gets that con- con- contract guaranteed.
0: Hey, Sengun's apparently grown three inches since his rookie year. He's close to seven foot now, and he was 6'9 when he got drafted. So I thought that was pretty impressive. So, yeah.
1: yeah, I'd like to see. I think he,
0: apparently the Lakers are really trying to get Jock Landale there. I would have liked to have seen him get a bit more guaranteed a deal. But I'm sure he'll, he'll go pretty well with Houston, who I think will be a, quite an improved team this year, Absolutely, so, yeah. Um, Dante X. And back in the league, thoughts
1: on that? Deserves it. Played really well in Europe. I mean, in, yeah. in fact, after his great um, performance at the Olympics, I thought that he was mm. sure to get a deal, and he didn't. Um, spare a thought for Dante as well, who recently lost his dad, Cecil Exam. So, yeah. um, just thought I'd point that out there. But well deserved, and I think yeah. that Dallas have made some really good moves here. We didn't actually speak about Dallas, but they've mm. actually, as you said, re-up with Kyrie. Um, got who, who do they have? Bring over from Boston, Grant Williams, right? Yep, Grant Williams, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they got two Aussies as well now. So Josh Don't Green, take Josh Don't Green. Yeah, so I, I like what they're doing there. Yeah.
0: Well, let's go to another team that's going to have two Aussies next year, and that's OKC with Jack White um, getting a. I think it was a guarantee two-year deal there. So yeah, you are expecting
1: did. him. He might be getting
0: a bit of G League action like last year where he dominated, but I think there's some some minutes for him there. Um, some he's, he's really improved his outside shot. And I think that's the thing that might get him on the court there. But what do you think about that? Could,
1: Great idea to get, get that, um, you know, reassurance and, and, you know, yeah. a, a little bit of stability there for the two year guaranteed contract. There is a bit of a log jam at that four five spot. I mean, you'd probably pay, look, be looking at paying the four spot in the NBA. Right. Um, yeah. probably a bit undersized for the five in the NBA. Like he, um, what is he? Six, eight, maybe, right? Six, yeah, seven. Yeah. Huge. yeah. So, yeah, I mean. I'm not sure how much run he'll get, but let's see, right? But I like the move for him. Maybe in the second year, he'll see more court time than the first.
0: Yeah. And what about your boy, Joe Ingles, um, lastly? For I think deserves a,
1: This is more of a veterans, uh, veteran who's uh, Orlando Magic needs some veterans. They've got a great young team, a great Good point. Core. There's not a lot of veterans there, is there? There's not there? a lot of veterans on that mm. team, and I think um, he's going to really help some of those young boys. So I think uh, um, Florida, Disney World, with young yep. kids, it's a good good fit for him and his family as well. You were saying so. Yeah.
0: Can Patty Mills be a backup to Trey Young? Um, we know the Hawks have traditionally liked to have that defensive backup point guard. We saw the long right there for a couple of seasons. He left, and they then got Aaron Holiday, similar sort of players. You know, maybe not the best shooters, but you know, long sort of defensive point guards. We know Patty Mills is not long, and he's not a great defender these days. Um, he had a mixed year last year, didn't he? he wasn't, I don't think Jack Form was a big fan of him. But can you see that working in
1: that way? I, I can. Uh, but I honestly think that I mean, LeBron likes Paddy a lot. You know, I think mm. um, he, he could end up on the Lakers or the or the Bucks or a title contender here, right? Um, I wouldn't even be surprised. Are you saying the
0: Hawks aren't a title contender, Woods?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm saying it's a stretch, right? Oh, right we heard it here but, first. Yeah, yeah, it's a stretch. Yeah. Um, also the Spurs going back home, it's not out of the question, right? Yeah. That Pop might want him back, so I hope he stays, I'd love to get an Atlanta Hawks Paddy Mills jersey, but I just think that it may not happen. Right? That
0: morning he got traded, I had like about four messages when I woke up that day, when are you your, your Paddy Mills jersey there, so yeah, that would be pretty cool to get one of those, I've got Absolutely. The, the Portland, the San Antonio and the Brooklyn already, so yeah, it'd be cool to yep. get the
1: one. so. Definitely.
0: Alright, well pretty interesting free agency period, you know, it's it's sort of died down a little bit now, it hasn't it hasn't been a lot of moves, um, just waiting on what's going to happen with these these big name players that we talked about before. Yep. But, all right well appreciate that woods well let's get into some quick hits we've got a lot of stuff to discuss here so we're going to quickly go over the FIBA women's asia cup a bit of nba summer league talk um some nbl one, and some nbl so we'll start off with the FIBA women's asian cup there Woods. So, um i know this feels like a while ago that this happened but you went to one of the days there um what was that experience like and i believe you caught up with um with a few friends of the podcast right
1: I caught up with a lot of people it's actually first of all i gotta say it's a, it was a great day it was a shooting the Breeze third year celebrations. So there was a, a pickup game organized between a lot of people in the basketball community, um, put on by Paul, um, Mary and, and Jacinta right from shooting the breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, and also first subs, so just shout out to them. A bunch of great women who live in the uh, Sydney area who organize pickup games every week. They're single women, they're single mothers or, or parents or, or, or you know busy lives, and they all get together and they play pickup on 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 the weekend. These girls, they ran me off the floor, man. I'm telling you, they were insane. So, Did I hear
0: that? Just sent to block you a few times, is that right? Or? Yeah. Where'd you hear that, man? I don't know. Was she talking trash when she blocked? No, nah, she, she blocked, she blocked me.
1: Her. She blocked me. She blocked me. Right. And then I tried. To, I tried to go at her again. And she blocked me again. So, <laughs> shut out Squin. Um No, but it was a really good event. We then went for for lunch um, with all with all the all the guests and all the players in the game and. We went to the um semi-finals of both games. Australia unfortunately lost. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was just a great all round event. Um to into a few friends of the podcast, as, as you said, Jacob Jacomis and myself and Laura Nicholson as well, who was playing, so it was really yeah, nice to catch up. I like the
0: photo you got with, with Jacob Jacomas. I'm sure people would have seen that on social media there. So and look I think the Opals did pretty well with uh, Woods. I know um China and Japan had pretty had uh, teams that they had had for a while there. It was a pretty new opals team there. I had Messaging a little bit with laws there and sort yep. of you know, let her know we're sort of proud of her efforts. So I thought she had a really good tournament. Um and, yeah, I think there's there's some um, some good signs in that team there for the Opals. So, all right, well, let's um get on to a little bit about the NBA Summer League. So, we're not going to talk too much about this. If, let's be honest, yep. it's a pretty brutal product. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I felt sure. like every time I put on a game, it was a blowout. I don't know if that was the case, but maybe it was just the, the games that I took in there. But, look, it would be remiss of me not to ask you what your thoughts were on Wemby there, Wood. So, what about Wemby, and were there any other rookies that impressed you?
1: Look, Wemby struggled in his first game. It's been well documented. He was just getting used to, you know, playing... In the NBA, even albeit summer league, uh, mm. he, he bounced back in that second game. I think Coach Pop will be really good for him. He'll be all right. So, yeah. um, all so right, yeah. I reckon. Is that it? I think he'll be all right. I think he'll he'll uh, pick up the game very quickly yeah, yeah. And, and and get it right. Yeah. Leonard Miller. I said th- I said this when we were talking about the, the draft and rookies that that I I I, uh, I think will f- are flying a bit under the radar. Miller's mm. got a funky game, man. He can do a little bit of everything. I saw a couple of Minnesota games. He's versatile. Um, he actually uh, shot seven from nineteen from three as well, which was something that uh, I said in the in the draft episode that might be something that he's he's lacking his ability to stretch the floor. But he's six foot ten. Yeah. He's got a unique mix of skills: handling, passing the ball in the perimeter like a guard, crashing the glass like a big man, deft touch around the rim. I like this kid, right? Yeah. So Leonard Miller, and then Luke Travis. I know he's not a rookie, but I'm hearing that with the on the back of the play that he's had in summer league, very versatile, blocking shots from the three spot. Um, getting rebounds, taking the right shot, getting steals, guarding multiple positions. There's a chance that the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to put him on a two-way contract. I I'm believe,
0: Woods, that. that they don't have any two-way contracts available. If I'm hearing it right, Is I it? might
1: be wrong on that one. But I thought they had one sp- left.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I did hear someone say that they didn't rule. We had to, to fact-check that. Um, yeah. I wanted to give a shout-out, obviously. Cleveland did win that today, didn't they? The yeah, Summer they League did, champions. Yeah. Not that anyone will remember that in a week's time. But I believe the MVP of that game was... Um, uh, Julius Mobley, right? If I'm getting yeah. his first name right. Oh, yeah. So younger brother of, of, of Mobley for Cleveland. There. And those so two
1: combined really well, Travis and Mobley yeah, on various occasions, yeah. They did, yeah. So, all right, interesting. Well, I wanted to talk about
0: a couple of guys that are obviously very well-known in Australia and that's uh, Brady Manick and Jewel Breed. So yep. I'll start off with Brady Manick. So he was on the Hawks Summer League. Once, so I actually did probably see a, a few of those Hawks games more than any other teams there. Um, he was really good, like really good. Um, he's that sort of player that, he may actually be more suited to an NBA role than an NBA, an NBL role. Um, and just come on and, and just play as Definitely. a specialist, bring him on there. He's a tall shooter, grab a rebound if he needs to. He's not terrible on defense, I guess. Um, but he was he was on in those games, and it sort of thought, well, wow, is this someone that we could we could do with on this team there that someone that could play spot man spring him on at the end of a quarter and let him launch a couple of threes he can get hot in a hurry um felt like he made about four threes in every game he played in there so interesting to see what happens with brady manic there do they give him some sort of a deal i'm not sure what the, the hawk situation is whether they're you know keeping some of these these guys um yep. that have been brought over in trades and whatnot but he was the first one that did stand out for him the other one i know he's been generating a lot of buzz on social media but you Reith. Um, he was amazing uh, for Portland. He was nearly a double-double every game there, getting blocked shots, you know, defending really well, passing well as well. We know he can hit the three for a big guy. Yeah. Um, am I right in thinking with Joe Barretham at uh, some points? Is he one of these players, maybe too good uh, for the NBL, maybe not quite good enough for the NBA, that sort of rare player you get like that?
1: I think he's probably good enough for the NBA. You, t- you saw what he did. You know, yeah, he's, a, he's yeah. a big man, I he can so. stretch the floor, he can block shots, shoot threes, right? He can, yeah. and he's putting up, Big numbers in, in not the hugest amount of court time. 20 minutes, he's getting a double-double, right? Why well, well, has he
0: never right. got a, a go before, though? He's like, not that young, is he? But he's, That's he's probably why. He's you know, he's really, really
1: yeah. come come into his own in the last two three years. And he's, yeah. you know, mid to late 20s. So it's very hard to sometimes. But Xavier Cook's got that opportunity as well. So I yeah. would not be surprised if... Someone's been paying attention to Dua here um, mm. and he might get an opportunity on the back of his performance in the summer. League. I'd love to
0: see that, whether it's Portland or another team trying to get him. Yeah, twenty-seven years of age. Um, surely there'll be some NBA teams frothing to try and get him. Um, my immediate thought is, I bet if he doesn't get an NBA contract, the Kings will get him. That was the first sort of thought. I, had. I don't know why. Um, yeah,
1: with Jonah Bolden and DJ Hug now there, you know, he's a surplus to needs. Judge Roddy Hunter. You yeah, know, you'd have to open up hey, big pockets for it. Gerard
0: Martin's looking for a gig now. here as well. Was his, was his um, contract finished in Europe? I think. Um, late last week so is he a chance of coming back and they try and get the band back together
1: yeah I mean once again Gerald Martin DJ Hug Jonah Bolden do we need all three of those mm, guys on the one true. team it's right? a little yeah. bit of a, a yeah. crossover there
0: isn't it yeah. so, alright well look I'll, I'll swap the order around what we had here we'll stick with the NBL um, given we're sort of talking about that um, okay. there's been a little bit of news um, in the last couple of weeks and, and probably one that you're pretty happy with there right so a former league MVP and champion for your team Jalen Adams coming back um, what were your thoughts on that was that a surprise and how happy are you
1: to get him back Look, he has been struggling to make an impact in overseas leagues, and I know the relationship he has with Coach Mahmood is something that um, would have come to the fore, possibly. I thought about it, right? So I think um, I'm not hugely surprised, but extremely happy. I think his game suits the NBL, yeah. and he's familiar with uh, you know, the city. Some of his old teammates are still there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's great. You look at that Sydney roster, it's coming together really, really nicely, right? Yeah. I started off slow, haven't they? But they've, they've definitely
0: built it up there. Um, I know we've probably got mixed opinions on DJ Vasilievich, but he's obviously not coming back. And so what, the Kings have got two import spots left now? No, John? no, the
1: DJ Hug is oh, of there. of course, DJ Hug. So I, would one, get, one I would get a wing 2-3 that can actually fill it up as, as our next import, right? I, I would look for potentially. Like a 2-3, you're
0: saying, you reckon? Yes, or yes. Like an athletic he, sort of 2-3. Yeah, three, you yeah. got
1: Bruce and... Um, to back up Adams already, right at the point guard yeah. position. We yeah. need that
0: shooter, don't you? I mean, I mean, I guess DJ Ho can shoot, but you know, you're replacing someone in DJ Vassili. But you know, I'm not the biggest fan of his shooting. Yes. But he is a shooter, let's face it. So DJ Ho and Jonah Bolden probably shots.
1: play the four and five, right? Yeah. You know, so you know, you want a two or three guy. Right? Jonah
0: Bolden's the, the the dark horse, there, isn't he? We don't really know what what he's going to bring to the team now. He's been out of the game for so long, but look,
1: you know, high pedigree
0: player, player son of a gun in Bruce Bolden there. So looking forward to that. Um, has yeah. there been any other
1: any other moves in the NBL the last couple of weeks? that have um have interested you as, as well i'm a huge jacob wiley fan i know he, he hasn't yeah. been in the league for a while with the energy yeah. he plays with and the passion that he brings to the table love jacob wiley shout yeah. out to my boy rocky man i know you're a big jacob wiley fan he's back in the league brother he's back in the league um, and another movie is a guy who's actually retired ryan Brokoff. yeah now yeah. Um, that was really 30, surprising 30, 30 32 30, 30 years right. of 32 30. yeah wow. he has left the door open so i'm saying this right now we haven't seen the last of him in the professional, in, in the pros. I think he might come back and do a bit of a Tim, Timmy Conrad and come back, but he's obviously working with his business with David Anderson now, right? Yeah. You know, um, so he's focusing on that family life. Injuries have taken a toll on him over the last few years. If it is the last we've seen of him, um, I'd like to thank him for his service to Australian Absolutely. basketball.
0: Sure. I haven't busted out my Dallas Mavericks. Ryan broke off jersey. I'll have to do that one day. Um, what are your thoughts on JLA Woods? Obviously, with the, the news that he's got an injury, he's going to be out for like four months or something. So they're looking at potentially yeah. replacing him with a bit of a marquee player. Jewops, Ops' uh, name has been mentioned with them. But that's a big loss, isn't he? I know they were so pumped to get him back.
1: Massive loss, right? Um, mm. And like you, you mentioned, Luke Travis, obviously, if if, if what you're saying is true and Cleveland have locked up their birthday two-way contracts, then at least... Because I was thinking maybe they lose JLA and Luke Travers on the back of, of Travis's play, so at least they get to keep him. Delhi's coming back, obviously. Mm. CG forty three's there, so they I would be inclined. Four months is a long time in the NBL. It's not a very long uh, season, you know. No, it's five it's to six months, so you, you need to go and uh, fill those. And even when he comes back from such a serious injury, you know, um, he's going to take time to. Get conditioned and things like that. So yeah. it's a
0: shame, isn't it? Because I know they were excited to get him and Huck Cordy playing back together. Again. He's, one guy, he, he's one guy. He's
1: one guy. i really, really puzzles me that he hasn't had a crack at the at the, at the league, man. Right? He well, look, he was yeah. he was
0: on a summer league roster, wasn't he? Yeah, before he, yeah, it was a yeah. wrist injury, I think it was yeah. right. So that's a shame. Obviously, coming into good form, he could have you know really shown something out there. But yeah, interesting. So I mean, look, it's obviously we spoke about this before we started recording tonight. The summer leagues finished now. Um, probably most of the MPL teams have, have short up their yep. their rosters a few Americans, so it's a little bit of a quiet period coming up. But one thing that's not slowing down at the moment, and that's NBL One Woods. Um, I think most of the leagues, uh, I think maybe one or two, uh, locked up their regular season last week, and uh, quite a few of them are finishing this week. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to my boys, Woods, the Hills Hornets, right? Good, so man. They locked up their playoff spot uh, last week with a double uh, last weekend, so they beat um, Coach Hesh as Hornsby, friend of the show. Shout out to Coach Hesh, Hesh and also beat Bankstown. So actually went out to that game against Hornsby, as you know, Woods. It was at uh, Barker College, um, one of the more amazing facilities I've seen from a, a private school. I'm sure there's probably some better ones out there, but geez, there's like five or six courts and just looks so you know nice and new and shiny and stuff there. So that was a, a good experience and. Just really proud of my Hornets, man. So seeing where these guys have come from last year, they didn't make the finals. There's more teams this year. It's a stronger competition. Yeah, really loving what they're doing there. So I know you're coming out with me on Sunday. So yep. they're playing COE. So we get to see the likes of Ben Henschel. Um, we get to see Tui, um, some of these other guys that you know. there's a lot of talk about at the moment. So really looking forward to go to that COE game. So... Yeah, the Hornets are in. I think the worst they can finish is in eighth spot, which would mean they play Coe in the the, the finals. It's one versus eight, two versus seven, etc. Um, but if a few results go their way, they could even finish fifth or sixth, which could mean a lot more reasonable game. Oh, it's more likely for me. I think they're going to finish seventh, which yep. would mean a first game. I didn't mention this to you. Woods playing against Inner West, so potentially we could go out to that and say hello to Matt McQuaid and, and Mookie, who do such a great job. That would be Inner awesome. awesome. two versus seven so we'll know all about that on sunday so yeah so as we always say get out and support your nbl1 team get out and support these finals um the national finals this year are in perth Uh, i believe it's the the weekend of the 18th and 19th and 20th of august so I might be there woods i'm not sure still waiting to, to hear back about credentials and, and whatnot um but i haven't let anyone in new south wales know so i know there's a few people sweating on that announcement there so i'd love to get a chance to call those games but if i don't i wish anyone that, that goes over there all the best but yeah just wanted to give a bit of a, a shout out to the hornets there and then say how
1: how proud of those guys that i am so yeah hey, you speak, spoke about those great courts at barker right mm. word has it that you were dribbling the ball around those barker courts after the game and uh, Good friend of the show, import of the Hills Hornets, Sean Montague came and asked you a question. Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about that question you asked. Yeah, him? I was
0: basically on the sideline, pretty much out of court in front of the bench, just dribbling, I wasn't planning on shooting, and he looked around and asked me to shoot it and drain the shot. So I'm like, right, I'm leaving. I'm one, <laughs> one from one. But then as I was about to walk out, I'm like, no, I can't go like that. So I ended up taking two more shots, which went back ring and went out. So I ended up finishing the, the 30. No, nah, you should have left. You should have left. I should you have, have left. left on a high. should I? have left, brother. I should have left. Yeah. These are amazing courts and rims. They're real nice shooting courts. they yeah. really soft rims on those ones. So, yeah, no, that was a good experience. So, look, before we get into the outro, Woods, anything else you wanted to add or anything else I've missed tonight or anything else like that? or.
1: Rest in peace to my grandmother. She was a big fan of, of this initiative we were doing with this podcast, and course, she supported yep. me all the way. So shout out to her, nearly 101 years of age. The world's not going to be the same without her. So I just wanted to make uh, a mention of that. Right? She'd be
0: proud of you, brother. And look, um, as you know, last week I wasn't able to attend the funeral, but I did watch the, the link online, and you did a, a really great job speaking there. So, yeah, I was proud of you as well, mate. So, yeah, um, rest in peace. All right. Well, we'll go to a bit of an outro now, Woods. So I enjoyed doing that. I felt like it was, you know, we hadn't been here for a couple of weeks. So it was nice to talk about some of this news that's happened. Me too. Um, before we get into the outro, look, we're probably going to, you know, maybe be back in a couple of weeks. We'll probably leave it like that. Whether it's that means it's one, two, three weeks, we're not sure. A couple of weeks is probably the best way to say it. We'll just see what happens, right? There's... It is kind of those dog days now. There's not a lot going on in, in either league now. But couple means two, though, Robbie. Well, it does, but it can also mean one or three, depending on where you look at you know, it. The definition is two, but the couple's a bit more vague. Okay, if gotcha. I, if I said three weeks, I'd say two weeks. We'd Why don't you say a few a weeks. Of weeks. A few, yeah, a few yeah, weeks. Okay, okay. All, yeah. right, all right, all right. You got me on technical, technicality there, but um, we'll be back soon anyway. And, of course, yep. when we are back, you know, it'll, it'll be certainly in August at this stage. Um, we're going to start getting into our NBL team previews. We've got some really good guests lined up, some um, some uh, returning guests that were really popular um, last year in, in doing these previews there. So can't wait to be doing that. Um, and so, yeah, that'll be something we start. So send us through some ideas if there's anything you want us to do with those previews. Um, any jersey suggestions? I mentioned the Seattle Sonics thing. We need to do that, right, Woods? Um, so, yep. so reps on these teams, we haven't repped much. So, all right, well, yeah, just wanted to, to thank everyone for tuning in once again. i um, will give our little shout-outs here where we can be found. So, um, of course, we can be followed on Twitter at ThrowbackShoops. Um, if you subscribe on Twitter, you might see amazing photos such as um, Woody about, you know, six or seven or eight drinks uh, deep, cuddling Jacob Jacomas at a, a Fibrasian women's cup. <laughs> Is that about right? Seven or eight drinks deep? I don't oh, know. Maybe I might be exaggerating cool. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah. leave that. We'll leave, leave that, at that. that. Leave it at that. Yeah. It definitely means more if anyone can hear me. <laughs>
0: right. So, um, of course, on Instagram, we're throwback.hoops and our email address, throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, why don't you give us your shout outs as well, Woods?
1: Our Patreon. Thanks everyone for their support. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks.
0: Awesome. Well, it was great fun being back. Um, looking forward to, to do all this again in a few weeks. Um, Shout out to all those teams that are going to be playing in NBL 1 this weekend. Um, Interested to see what happens with Dame. And I'll give you the final word, as always, Woods. Um, What do you got for us?
1: Thanks for everyone's ongoing support as we embark on the third season of Throwback Hoots. Much love, everyone. Peace out from the Throwback Hoots crew.